Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Well, welcome everyone to Party Friday here on a nice winter's day here, kind of cloudless and, and sunny. Uh, this is Chuck Bonniewell, Julie Hayden, the Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show, True Straight Up. That's right. The show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine. Tons of stuff to talk about today. It is um, just us. So I want to start off by saying if you're listening on Zoom and you want to go ahead and talk, go ahead and unmute yourself or raise your hand. Um, If you're listening, feel free to call in 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008. So we got the showdown in Texas. We've got a jungle in the mainstream media world we've got that great video if you haven't seen it out of la jolla where you see how they yeah they're going on we've got tucker carlson calling canada um all kinds of stuff going on um okay oh okay okay and tons of comments over here too so already already we'll get to it already but let us know if i guess was sort of breaking news um it took the jury it's a New York jury, right? Uh-huh. R- roughly like four seconds to find that Trump in- defamed that idiot E. Jean Carroll and has to pay her $83.3 million. Um, I-, I mean, what do you even say about that, right? What-, what do you even say about that? Except for it's important to note that the lawsuit, she doesn't have the money to keep pursuing this. So it's being funded by that Reed Hoffman, right, Democrat right. donor, who, well, who should have enough money these days. Well, yeah, who coincidentally is paying for Nikki Haley's campaign. So Good old Nikki. Yeah, just go no further Sweet there. Nikki. Is anyone shocked? I mean, here's the thing. This is the state of the judicial system anymore. Did anyone actually think he was going to get a fair trial there? Yeah. I no, mean, uh, well, anyone... you got a fair trial anywhere these days. Right. I mean, the it, whole judicial system has, has been shown up to be a joke. It right. really has. It, exactly. I mean, in Trump, they, so the judge, during closing arguments, told Trump's attorney to sit up and shut down. Yeah. Right? She couldn't say anything. Well, she could during the arguments, but initially, um, Trump just walked out. He just finally said, screw this, which is good for him. It's like, don't even pretend anymore right um and these these people we know will will stop at nothing um and until, I don't know, until can you... juries in alabama and everything else find hunter biden guilty of 100 million or i guess you have to find somebody with some assets so maybe reed hoffman right he can do it. well and here's a tricky thing that people sometimes don't know about civil lawsuits is you know and we've done stories about that like with um when when the people sort of like i don't know what to do not trick isn't the right word, but manipulate. You guys did a great story. Um, exotic dancers mm-hmm. to file lawsuits, right? And the lawyers, the the literally the dancers who filed the lawsuit got like literally twenty five bucks, and the lawyers who filed the lawsuit got millions, right? Like literally. So I imagine you know the the main people happy in this are the lawyers, right? Well, Even they're, getting, will get they're, maybe well, they're getting paid by Reed Hoffman, so they're fine. Um, I, don't I bet sure. the money goes back to Reed Hoffman. Yeah, Reed Hoffman makes a fortune. <laughs> and Jean Carroll, maybe she can get a new dress, a new dress, because the one that she tried to say was the one Trump assaulted her in wasn't even made until a few years later. But never mind truth. Truth is just one of those pesky details, right? Bad defense. Yeah, no one actually needs to look at it. So what do we got all over here? 
Um, we were talking earlier, Jacob was saying, guys, that was Chuck bad. He's been doing this show from the office and now he gets to be here. And then Leo said, bad Chuck, bad to the bone. And I drink alone. Jacob is saying, they're saying that it was Trump that set up the bribe to get Lake out of the race. Last night, no, Jesse no, Kelly no, with the guest brought it up. There's only one person um, who could it possibly be. Who's that? You don't know? Uh-uh. How about mom? Mode of opportunity, um, and uh, well, I kind of think it was just the guy himself, the head of the party himself, who did it. Now, the only person who would really want her out for the senatorial race is re, uh, is is, is McConnell. Oh yes, Mitch McConnell. Yes, McConnell spent you know gave lots of money to Republicans um, against other Republicans um, in states, um, and so. But he wouldn't have done it himself. He does nothing himself. So he would have used the National Senatorial Committee. I think Danes heads that up. That's true. So Danes would have called. What's his uh, name? DeBitt. Yeah, and then passed it on. Right. But but And it's interesting why none of that's coming out. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's so corporate, obvious. The, the corporate that, media. Yeah, but it's yeah. so obvious that it's Mitch McConnell, but they don't want to connect the dots. And right. it certainly isn't Trump. Well, and we'll the get- only person... Who really would care would be Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. And here's from Sandra then back on the thing. I absolutely agree with you, Chuck. Isn't there a cap on money in lawsuits? Even if the jury said the plaintiff deserves $8 million, if the state cap is a million, isn't that how it worked? It depends um, on the state. And it depends on the state. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it is. It, that's a good point, though, Sandra, because I have certainly seen cases where the jury tries to award more, right? Mm-hmm. And and they can't. So, But that's how it played out. But what I want to talk about now, and then Jacob says, well, DeWitt helped Trump's 2020 campaign. Um, and then- yeah, DeWitt helped, kind of, but the treasurer, but he'd gone to DeSantis. He oh. said he was a DeSantis man now. And that's why um, uh, Kerry Lake thought this all had to do with Trump and DeSantis. It didn't. I mean, he was happy. The, the you know wait two years run for governor oh, again yeah they, they don't care if you're governor they just don't want to be who senator. cares that, that is she doesn't go to the senate and become a, a trumper yeah and that's only one person mitch mcconnell and i you know of course you're not allowed to say it right um, we but, just did so well, we just did yeah. we always we always say stuff we're not allowed to say that's true that's why I'm not on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so in Texas, the deadline has come and passed. And, and uh, you know, we'll be curious to see what you guys all think of this. So um, the Biden administration. So what happened is, is Texas is stringing up the razor wire. Um, the Biden administration goes to court, the Supreme Court. Well, they went to district court, said, yes, you can cut it down. They went up to the <laughs> to the Fifth Circuit, said, no, no, you can keep the wire up there. And then it went to the Supreme Court in a five to four Without without anybody um, weighing in exactly, yeah, issuing yeah. an opinion. Issuing an opinion said, no, you can cut the wire if you're the federal one. It didn't say you have to cut the wire, and it didn't say you could keep on. Uh, Put the wire back up. And so that's what Abbott has done. Who Somebody gave Abbott a, a red pill, I think, because he's an establishment boring Republican. <laughs> no. And all of a sudden, man, he sounds uh, like Robert E. Lee. He, I think, looked at Ron DeSantis and said, Ron DeSantis just blew it, but I can be the next most beloved governor in the history of the universe. Um, and so so Texas started putting the wire back up. And now they have, I think there's at least 10 yes. states that have sent their National Guard troops. Including Florida and other states. Not and, Colorado, just not in case Colorado, you were wondering. But, no. But Abbott expects all 25. I think they're 26 exactly. Republican governors, and one of them is in Vermont, and he's a real squish, so he won't. And the Biden administration issued, which is kind of 
when you look at it wishy-washy, it, it sounds tough, but it's not, um, said you have until, it was, I think, noon Denver time to stop. Now, it wasn't clear what they were supposed to a stop. access and to, be, to the, yeah, to the federal. to Eagle National Park, wherever it is. Right, which I think they already had access. They weren't just. No, really, no, oh, no. They, they didn't. They only okay. let them go down by the boat if they wanted oh, to rescue. Okay. And they said, or else. Or, or else. else. And so, Ab- Michelle said, Obama is going to be visiting and her you. daughters. Um, and her daughters. And E. Jean Carroll. Yeah. And Taylor Lorenz. And Taylor, Washington Post, Taylor Lorenz. <laughs> so they're like, oh my God, what came in? And Barbie. And Barbie. Oh, I like Barbie. But at any rate, Abbott um, called his bluff, right? So the Texas is not only is Texas there now. So then apparently the Biden administration is sort of saber rattling, saying, well, we could maybe we could federalize or take over the the National Guard there. And I I guess. Well, but he can't, you know, is he going to federalize all the 10 states? uh, I mean, that would be. And and, and more, uh, you know, Abbott thought about that and said, yeah, but we also have the texas whatever it is rangers or right. something they're just and they'll stuff. keep you out right exactly uh, and, and of course you know maybe maybe um they'll say well let's do a roman deal we'll take texas uh national guard people make them kill you know uh, texas rangers or something so let's so, go full so roman Abbott, and, and we're going to play us. He talked to Tucker Carlson um, earlier today because Tucker, they were talking about, okay, well, what's going to happen? And again, the deadline has come and gone. My guess is Biden's called the lid well, on it well, for the day. Come so. and gone, but that doesn't mean that, you know. Right. They're just. They gave him a period of grace, <laughs> but now they better watch it. Yeah, it. it's it's like you don't want to really say a deadline and then have you know if you if you don't mean it. But Thomas, a red a, line, just like Obama in Syria, a wiggly line. Wiggly. Um, if we wiggly. Could, if we could please play the Tucker and Abbott soundbite. If the administration declares that it plans to federalize the National Guard of the state of Texas, your National Guard, what will be your response? Well, first, I'll be shocked. That would be a boneheaded move on his part, a total disaster. Uh, But for one, as you might imagine, we are prepared uh, in the event that that unlikely event does occur to to make sure that we will be able to continue exactly what we've been doing over the past months, and that is uh, building these barriers, uh, whether it be the Constantino wire or other uh, anti-climate border barriers, whatever we've been building, the Biden administration uh, is now trying to attack us because of it. Uh, and we will continue to do exactly what we're doing to expand our denial of illegal entry into the state of Texas. It, the, with state employees, I assume, not with National Guard. But w- can you envision a scenario in which you would put armed state employees on the border instead of the National Guard of Texas? We, we do have other armed state employees uh, on the border as we speak right this minute. And uh, that's the Texas Department of Public Safety, as well as other law enforcement officers as well as National Guard from other states. And you can be assured there will be more National Guard from other states and more law enforcement officers within the state of Texas and other states. And, Tucker, I just signed a law, a new law in the state of Texas that will go into effect on March the 5th that authorizes any law enforcement officer in the state of Texas to be able to arrest anybody coming across the border illegally. Have you spoken to the president or anyone from the Biden White House about what appears to be a, an imminent collision? I have not, to be clear. Uh, I have spoken to the president about the border. Uh, I met him on a tarmac in El Paso and talked to him directly about what was going on. I handed him a letter that had in it immediate solutions he could take that would immediately secure the border without the need of any new law to be passed. Despite the fact that I handed him 
uh, on altogether eight different letters, he has refused to ever respond. My point in telling you that we have laid down the precursor of what's called Article Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution to show that, that we have been invaded and we have demanded support from the president to safeguard our state, and they have refused to do so eight times, and that authorized me to, uh, uh, to declare an invasion under Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution to make sure that Texas is going to be able to use every tool in our arsenal to defend our state. Uh, of the couple of dozen Republican-led states who pledged support for you, um, how many do you think would send National Guard to Texas? I'll be shocked and disappointed if almost all of them do not send. There, there have been about 10 so far that have sent National Guard or other law enforcement. They now are joined together with us. And this is a fight for the future of America, and they all know it. And so I believe that they will all be in on this effort. I mean, there you go. I mean, thank goodness for Abbott, right? I mean, number one. No, nobody's ever said that before. What? Thank God for asking. Oh, yeah, what he said. But, you know, this is what we've been talking about. There comes a time when you have to say, that, you know, they are manipulating the laws to be used against well, us. Well, they're lawless. I mean, yeah. Mayorkas is a joke, right? He's made Homeland Security a joke. The Justice Department, the FBI, um, the CIA, all of them have become, you know, lawless. And and what do you expect as a response? Everybody defer to you right. because you're so wonderful? No. no. I mean, everybody's going bullshit. Exactly. And now to go back to some of the comments, Sandra was saying, asking under what constitutional amendment did the Supreme Court use regarding the wire? Sandra, I think they, they didn't cite anything. And there has been some speculation. I mean, people were disappointed to see Amy Comey Barrett signed with the majority. But there was some speculation that that was just saying that the federal government has the right to do that. They didn't say Texas couldn't put it right back up. And it comes down to a federal state thing. And, you know, why she did that, I don't know, because she, they're saying that, you know, they're not saying, but you can know that, that federal under the Constitution, the federal government has the preeminent authority regarding immigration. But justice. Well, Abbott is saying, but when they, you know. Well, I know. And then he's saying, no, if it's an invasion, um, they aren't doing anything. We we get to do it. And so. And this is from Abbott needs to bus illegals to John Roberts and Amy Comey Barrett's homes. Well, and you know, that's one of the things. I mean, if you're the governor. One of the protesters. Well, one of the, yeah, really. One of the points of doing this. So if you're an illegal alien and you're coming to this country and the coyotes and the cartels are bringing you across and you've been able to just stroll across right. and now you get to Texas and there's this freaking wire across a thing. I'm pretty sure that it wouldn't take very long for the coyotes and all those people to go, okay, let's just go. And we're going to show you some videotape. Let's just go maybe over here to yeah, California yeah. or go over here Arizona. to Arizona. But I mean, but Tech, uh, you know, Abbott is doing his job. He's protecting the state of Texas. And again, I think, what did I saw? A thing just dumped today. The uh, Border Patrol people had contact with some 300,000 illegal Beautiful aliens. People. That's well, and they said that's the highest by far ever. We could right? have sent them all to the Ukraine, right? Uh, to invade the eastern border of Ukraine. Um, and or, or maybe get them killed by the Russians. But if, you know, when you have that wire and you say, OK, it's going to be harder to get here than you thought, then that will stop some people or at least send them someplace. Well, up. once he gets his March 5th law imposed, right. he'll arrest them all. Exactly. And then put them in these huge pens 
and they have a lot of fun there. Yeah, um, and this, yeah, and this exactly, and this from Leo isn't razor wire covered under the Second Amendment. Yeah, I mean, from Jim, maybe Abbott was just tired of Congress and the, and the administration doing nothing. Exactly. And Sandra, thank you for the explanation. Um, yeah, but states take over the invasion. I can't imagine living near the border. I've been to McAllen in the eighties. Many people from Mexico would come there to shop. Can't imagine all the illegals they have there now. Well, but, you haven't been in downtown Denver for yeah, a while. Yeah, they they shipped us thirty five. Thousand and thirty-five thousand is no small group of people in lower downtown Colorado. And here's the thing, too. Um, Abbott is, I mean, go back years when Tom Tancredo first started talking about this, right? right. And he was racist. You couldn't even you couldn't even mention it, right? We gotta get Tommy back. Yeah, we do. And now um the polls show that this is one of the biggest issues for people. Um, this, this is in Iowa and and in New Hampshire, right? I mean, you know, not particularly hotbeds of illegal immigration, not like you see in Texas there, right? Um God, and I think the more you see this, um, the Biden administration, they're caught. It's just like I think the Hamas stuff, right? They're caught between the radical wing of their party that just, you know, is like pro Palestinians, pro this kind of illegal immigration, because, you know, they're getting, they're, they're like, oh, that's Bill. We're registering him to vote. I mean, they're getting eight, you know, 300,000. Well, they're they're, they're not conflicted. There is no right. part of the of the Biden administration that wants to cut back on the illegal immigration. They want to play games with this, with Langford and the dumb Republicans and say, there, give us our $110 billion for all this garbage, including Ukraine. And, and uh, we'll give you a worse border. Right. And it's, a, it is a crisis, I think, fueled by a, a deliberate, orchestrated crisis. No kidding. <laughs> fueled by, well, tell me what you think of this, two main things. One, they they just want chaos and crime. And, and yes. the more chaos that occurs in the country, the more people turn to the government for help and assistance. It's cheap labor for, for all the billionaires. That's another one. Exactly. And then I think the final point is, is they are, I mean, it's not like those people are going to actually have a ballot and fill it out. But for as many names as they can get, they can get ballots and then they can send them somewhere. And I guarantee you, all of those ballots will be mailed in yeah. and, and cast uh, and oh, counted, yeah. right? And so the, the, those are the reasons. And that is why they have no intention of, of fixing the problem. And they don't mm-hmm. care who's being hurt. Ta- well, they always say, I love it, because you can always hear me. You can hear it from Mayorkas to Kamala Harris. We acknowledge the immigration system is broken, and we need comprehensive immigration reform or we let in millions and billions and more. Grant them all citizenship. And grant them all citizenship for the next election so Donald Trump doesn't get elected. Exactly, exactly. And to show you what's, what's happening, too, and I think this is one of the things they're fighting against, because um, it's one thing to see pictures like that on the border, but I don't know if you guys seen this video that was taken just this week of, um, and apparently this happens on a regular basis, this time it was just captured with people's cell phones, but um, it's a, a boat coming in with, I think, roughly 30 illegal immigrants right. on it. Thomas, if we could, and this is in, in La Jolla, where- Very the, nice, right across this, yeah. So they've got the ocean here, Got a street here, and you have like two and a half million dollar houses here. Okay, and I want you to notice a couple of things when you look at it. Number one, most of these people coming See across. If there's a, an opportunity for you to buy one, yeah, yeah, because really, the, the prices, prices will be going go down. down. Number one, the vast majority of these people are men. Okay, single men. Mil- I'm telling you, they're men. Well, they're single military age men, right? Which That's is right. Alarming in its own. Not way. a lot of Barbies. No, well, and not a lot of families, right? No, bar- no families. The other thing is, the videotape doesn't show it 
but other tape does that that most of them are running into the neighborhood and then getting into waiting cars. So this is or available cars or, they break, <laughs> that they break into. No, they clearly people. Look say, at, oh, that's stupid. La Jolla people <laughs> ought to give them their cars at least. Yeah. They agree not to spend the night over there I and mean, give them a car. So they can drive back down to yeah, San Diego. Yeah, want to use one. <laughs> Thomas, if we could please play the La Jolla video. Surfers. So what you're seeing here for people listening to a boat kind of coming ashore somewhat harshly outside of La Jolla, and there are people kind of on the seawalk there taking pictures of this. Now, the police are coming. Someone's called the cops here who don't do anything, by no, the way. No, of course not. Well, those are the $2.5 million houses. They don't have an ocean in Aurora either. Okay, so now you see people coming up the, up the, up the beach and running across the street into the neighborhood. And there's a guy who's getting into his car. He's clearly waiting to pick somebody up. He's not taking pictures. There's more people running across the street. I think roughly 30 people in all got out of this boat. Here's another guy who's clearly there to meet somebody going back and forth across the street. These cars... It's kind of like when ducks cross the street and you have That's to stand right. there and wait. Yeah, right. So these cars are waiting for the illegal immigrants to get across the street. And again, they're just running back into the neighborhood. As you do. Yep. Now, a woman collapses there, and we'll get to that in a second. And there is a kid. So they brought one is, kid probe, huh? You know, allowing this to happen is not... Humane. Oh, 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 come on, Julie. Yeah. The cops, you know, we see, the cops are there, but they, <laughs> they, they're not doing They're anything. there to prevent these people from... <laughs> from whatever. From those La Jolla people from engaging in traffic violations. <laughs> right, ex- exactly. You know, because no, you didn't let them fully go across the road. You must... <laughs> Yield to pedestrians, even if illegal aliens. They're still pedestrians. So I think people see no such thing as an illegal pedestrian. And this was, and because apparently they're coming to La Jolla because in San Diego they've had like forty-two thousand since October. Have like so, and it got a little tougher there. So they kind of somehow they kind of get to the border by San Diego, and then they take the little boat up to La Jolla. Well, the big boat, right? Big boat. And then they trashed the boat, of course, and the citizens had to go. There were oil, gas cans spilling and stuff into the water. Um, it wasn't they very wouldn't green. pollute our beaches. They did. They You're did. You're kidding. That's right. Man, they're going to get a fine. Environmental <laughs> fine? Yeah. If they ever get the owner of that boat. And, and Sandra goes back to talking about Denver. You're right about that. Left Denver in 2007, came back to Lakewood in 2009, now in Pueblo West. I want Colorado back. Leo says, yes, I was wondering about fleeing, but to what state? Sandra's like, there aren't any. (laughs) Forget it. Leo says, the new gig economy, Uber for illegals. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, here again, these people, and and Thomas said that was excellent, Chuck. Um, It's just, you know, people see that. And I'm sure if you're sitting there and you're home in La Jolla, you're like, what the, (laughs) you know, um, there goes the neighborhood. Exactly. And now in Illinois, they've had a couple of silly, uh, city council members tell people in some of the Chicago areas that we're rich. 
Um, so why don't we bring in these illegal aliens? Like, excellent. Yeah, excellent. Just an excellent idea. Try that and see how that and, goes. And open up your house because they're nice yeah, people. They want to go into their house, right? Well, they should. Single age right. males. And well, them we cars. think if you have an attractive, uh, legally available females in the house that. Sure. Sure. And sure. Like, so that's, um, um, you know, the situation there. The, yeah, situation. the situation there. And we'll keep you posted. I don't know. I mean, the Biden administration, I think it's fair to say, has, at least for the moment, backed down. Apparently, the Border Patrol people... They're waiting for the opportune moment. The opportune moment. Well, because Biden's called the lid on it. So, now what they need to do is, what's that beach, Hobbit Beach? Uh uh, They need to send send them there when Joe Biden is, you know, like sitting there. That's a longer... Wouldn't be bad. Yeah, a longer Well, they take some boats to Miami up there. That's right. So that's what's going on. We had the other stuff we wanted to talk about. Chuck wanted to talk about Canada. Poor Canada, Justin Trudeau, Chuck, he's, he's just trying well, hard. everybody, you know, we don't pay any attention to our, our good neighbors to the north. I mean, well, we've taken over hockey. So the players are hockey, but all the good teams are in the United States. Um, but the only premier anybody's ever heard of is, is Justin Trudeau's father, Pierre Trudeau, who he and his wife, who purportedly or might have had an affair with Fidel Castro, they were such good friends, yeah. uh, which resulted in in Pierre Trudeau. I mean, Justin, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Oh, yeah. Um, but Justin, who came in in 2014, has had a great run destroying the, the country. country. Um, he's had a tough time. Uh, his wife walked out of him uh, for another man. He wanted to keep it quiet, uh, so he kept on bringing her to her official events and to vacation. Uh, state paid vacations and everything else while she was living with this other guy, uh, which is a little, he's a, he's a nice cockold. He's a nice cockold. Right. Um, And his carbon tax is a disaster. Then the court ruled against him on the trucker convoy punishment. Yeah. The the court, which, what does that mean? Oh, that was illegal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, but now no one likes him. Well, no, I mean, right now for the first time in history, the conservatives would have a majority of all the seats, if the election were today, um, and he's against a guy named um, Pierre Polyev. Oh yeah, he's the one that, that and he's hilarious. The journalist, yeah. Oh, he's tremendous. I mean, you know, they try to we catch play. him. We play, and we, we'll play some more because he's just hilarious and catches him every time, every time, and he's hilarious. Um, and so this last week, he was at a gym and is showing the kid how to throw a left, right, and then duck and. And uh, all, boxing, uh huh, and all the all the little libtards. Oh, that's awful, that's just Dr. <laughs> Max and Lindy. And to offset that, there was um, Justin Trudeau um, with his 15 year old son, 15 year old son, uh, dressed in a nice pink shirt in front of in front of the Barbie movie thing, saying, <laughs> "We are Team Barbie." <laughs> And everybody's going, yeah, you are cheating. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so Tucker right. Carlson had a massive event, but this is just a fun. And then the other thing, oh. Julie has has blocked it, has censored <laughs> this from you. There was a, a UFC 297 thing up in Toronto and a, guy, a fighter That's named MMA. MMA, well, Ultimate Fighting too. Um, and and uh, he had a press conference with with ally with an ally of the gay community where he just crushes the. I mean, just. Let's them have it, and it's sort of like um, what what uh, Pierre Polyev does, but in a nicer way, a lot nicer way, actually. This guy uh, wasn't nice. Well, it's not that I censored it; just for the record, I couldn't find it. Sense, it, it took me twelve seconds to find it. 
You've been censored out there. Right, yeah. Julie is is refusing to let you see the <laughs> no. truth. She I won't is. go into what it takes to cut the audio and when they yeah. when they limit you. But so, uh, yeah. we did get the it, Tucker. Carlson. It has an F word in it. So anybody who can't stand the F word, Julie will bleep it out no, from your tender just, ears. Well, okay, for the record, I'll defend myself. Sometimes when you're pulling sound bites, some of them have it copyrighted, so you can't. So I was having a hard time finding one that would let me take it. But I did find Tucker Carlson, who willingly shares his stuff. This is Tucker Carlson calling Trudeau before Tucker went up there for this massive rally. So if we could please play the Tucker. This is Tucker calling Canada. This is funny. Yes, I, I couldn't understand the French part, but it's Tucker Carlson calling from the United States. And I'd be grateful if you pass a message on to the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. We are coming to liberate Canada. We are coming to liberate Canada. And we'll be there soon. Merci. That's just a troll thing, right? You call the media line. He knows he's not going to get just. Oh, this is Tucker Carlson. Can I talk to Justin Trudeau? Right. That's a great promo. And he did go up there, had a massive rally in, in, in uh, Alberta. Alberta has a very uh, populist, progressive, conservative majority. Um, and Danielle Smith is the head of that, and she's great. So he had a couple of big rallies with Danielle uh, Smith, and of course the. CBC and everybody else is just, just going wild. How could you how could they do attend that? something with a known hate monger? That's oh yeah, that's right. So we've got so this is like Good News Friday. So we've got Tucker Carlson taking it to Canada. We've got you know Greg Abbott, like you said, whoever said thank God for Greg Abbott and twenty five states, not Colorado, joining him and and essentially giving the finger to the Biden administration. Um, like Charlene says, Tucker taking it to them, and then other good news today. Um, there was uh, the Breitbart had a big story on this that there have been since the beginning of the year some 3,000 jobs lost in mainstream media organizations and liberal media organizations. Sports Illustrated is basically like gone. The LA Times laid off like a, a third, well, third, a, a third of its newsroom. Washington Post has been laying people off. Um, some of those far left places like Vice and BuzzFeed, they're just gone altogether. Um, yeah, exactly. And we'll get to why here a little bit in a second, because we have some bites with Glenn Greenwald. But Taylor Lorenz, who is that horribly annoying woman who is, I don't even know what she does. So her job is to follow Twitter. And she's been so depressed ever since Elon Musk took it over. And she's not the whole monitor anymore. Um, but she went on a rant. And Glenn Greenwald, who used to be with and founded The Intercept, yeah. which at one was point- well, it was kind of like, but at least they were like a watchdog, yeah, right? Yeah. They were, they were, did a lot of stuff. We worked with them at the Glendale Terry Creek Chronicle yeah, and some of the, the FBI corruption stories, right? But he was forced out of there because he was too honest. Um, and now they, of course, have been, I mean, are all but defunct, right? Mm -hmm. They were bought by somebody big into defunct. So he has his own show on Rumble and on Twitter. Um, and I think he's probably on Facebook too. So he plays some clip. Taylor Lorenz has a meltdown today about oh. all of the jobs being lost in the corporate media. Oh, no. If we could please, Thomas, play Glenn Greenwald number one. 
the journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today, the Los Angeles Times laid off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire DC bureau in an election year. They laid off pretty much all of their sports teams. They killed their entire tech and business section. They laid off breaking news writers, social media editors. The list goes on. But what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media industry. In fact, tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. Major media companies like BuzzFeed News have completely shuttered their news operations. Time Magazine also just laid off a ton of people and oh, Sports Illustrated basically shut down last week. Pretty much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And it's not just digital media. I gotta just let her repeat that sentence because I love it so much. It's like kind of sweet dessert just entering my body and animating every one of my cells. Listen to this sentence. Entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And it's not the area of media that myself and a lot of my fellow digital millennial journalists has come up and have been completely hollowed out. That is exactly what has happened. And there are very good and valid reasons for it. And while I said, as I said, I don't take pleasure in watching people lose their jobs and be sad about it. I absolutely take pleasure in the hollowing out of industries that are very toxic and damaging to our to our society and to our republic. So there you go. And here's another reason why. Why must our freeze frame always catch you half eyes closed? I don't, I don't get know. that. <laughs> these are technical questions beyond my beyond my ability um what but one of the reasons that they're crushing and we've talked about this before but i think it was worth going into today i found a perfect example of this so the washington examiner which is a digital thing which has really redone its website format yeah, which is yeah. i don't well whatever right owned by phil anschutz owned by phil anschutz so this was the top story for most of the day today could still be so the lead story would be Colorado voters tell Supreme Court to keep Trump off the ballot. Colorado voters tell Supreme Court to keep Trump off the ballot. Now, if you looked at that, you'd be like, oh, my God, Colorado voters are telling the Supreme Court, Colorado voters. Then you read the story buried down in the bottom of the story is the fact that it's the same stupid six people, four of them traitor Republicans, yes. who filed the lawsuit to keep Trump off the ballot. Six, six voters yes. who are all paid political operatives, right? Most of them, people like, um, oh, what's her name? Kat, uh, da, 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 who, who's at the radio station with the Krista Kafer. Krista Kafer. You know, she wasn't a Republican, then she re-signed up to be a Republican for this. And right. And Norma Anderson, the same thing. Norma Anderson right. was an independent oh, yeah. and she signed up. So but but they, they, you would think that if you read it, like, oh my God, everybody in well, Colorado. Uh, all the Republicans right. are saying, you know, get out of here. Speaking out the whole fact that the Colorado Republican Party, which represents tens of thousands of Republicans, and, of and, and keep in mind that they're independents are literally hundreds of thousands of Colorado voters who want to keep Trump. On the ballot, right. right? But they don't say that anywhere. They don't say that. Thank anywhere. you, Phil. Yeah. Well, Thank exactly. you, Phil. so if anyone has any questions about where Phil Andrews, oh, Phil Andrews, the main donor, you'll but, be able to get through just like Tucker got through to. Uh, they had like somebody. Minister. Somebody thought it up. Somebody now maybe they don't. Maybe it was an AI generated one because no one works no, there anymore. No. I don't that know. That took a lot of time and thought. Editors come up with 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 the headings. And there hasn't been for a long time any attempt to keep things 
um, straightforward. But even worse than that, when I first got into journalism a million years ago, um, and when you know when you started the Glendale Torrey Creek Chronicle and took it over, there was this thought, and I know this is Pollyannish of me, and it wasn't pure, but I think a lot of times people like me, the concept was, what was it say to, you know, comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. I think a lot of people in journalism did try to do it straight, yes. even if, and, and a lot of people took their job seriously. You were like a watchdog, right. not a watchdog over your neighbor, right. Right, right? who might be putting up a Trump sign in his yard, right. but a, a watchdog over government agencies, um, a watchdog over the rich and the powerful. And, and you, you were supposed to be and you considered yourself to be the voice for the of the people of the people right and instead it's become completely backwards and among other reasons and there are a lot of i think market factors and things like that right. but i think that's one of the main re and it breaks my heart sometimes and i talk with people who are still in the industry and they're just i don't really even like to talk to them because they're just so depressed anymore they're just like it just sucks here okay it just sucks even the management people are like yeah it sucks here um because they're just you know trying to spin and everyone hates them and they're like why does everyone hate us i'm like because of headlines like this, Colorado voters tell Supreme Court to keep Trump off the ballot. But Glenn Greenwald goes into that a little bit, too. So if we could please play the Glenn Greenwald number two soundbite, Thomas. And what instead has happened is that these people who work in these corporations have done the opposite of that. They're the ones who are causing our country to be without journalists, even though they bear the HR title of journalist, because they have done the opposite of what that function is. They serve power. They disseminate its propaganda. They do not challenge or investigate these institutions of authority. The people they investigate and challenge are ordinary citizens in the country. Taylor Lorenz's biggest story as a journalist was uncovering the private citizen who ran the Libs of TikTok account. Taylor Lorenz has never challenged or exposed any lies or secrets or corruption in the CIA or in the FBI or in Wall Street or in Silicon Valley. I think her second biggest story is that one time she was in the app Clubhouse and she heard somebody use the word retarded. And she did a big thing on that. And they wonder, they wonder why. But it, even more than that, like you said, you go on with the hoaxes right. and, and all of the things that turn out not to be true. And they don't, you know, they don't take it back and they, they shame. I mean, they have to know. Right. And they just don't care. And fewer and fewer people watch them. They lay people off. And then this is this weird. This I don't get. Um that so your boss at the LA Times is telling you we're going to lay off you know a third of the staff right, right? right um because we can't afford it anymore um now maybe you could argue that well you guys are just making too big of a profit margin but it either way these are the people to whom you're not a name you're a line, line item. item yeah you're an a line, line item. item yeah an annoying line item on a budget of which there are too many line items so rather than working hard and trying to prove that no I'm valuable you need me here what are these spoiled brat millennials journalists do is they stage a walkout all right a protest like some you think they'd walk out and you'd lock the door and go <laughs> yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like what world are you living in that you think well we'll just protest Kill you some hedge fund guy who lives in asia doesn't even know that this is happening right um and so they all got fired um and sports illustrated too they all they all got fired and i think it's well, i can't understand AI. that i think their inclusiveness with obese women and transsexuals 
appeal to the younger generation of men. It's a good thing. They can all now go get jobs as airline pilots and FAA traffic. And we're going to show you another one that Julia uh, has prohibited from being on the program, the Virgin uh, Airways uh, ad. It's hilarious. I forgot. I forgot. So we're going to get a a, <laughs> List of the- a pledge from Julie <laughs> oh, here on the air. I pledge. Will you I please pledge to put the Virgin Airways <laughs> ad into the spot? Yeah, I and Sean Strickland in okay. Canada. I do. I pledge. All right, uh, you heard it, everybody. <laughs> you heard it. And then you guys hear him. You'll be like. Yeah, Julie was right. Julie was right on that. Let me see. Sure. The- That's another thing you never hear. <laughs> Here's from Jim Jackson. Didn't John Candy make a movie about invading Canada? I think he did, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like the kind of movie he would make. Well, I mean, you could invade him now. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily notice. But back with the media, I think it, the other thing that's good is, you know, places like BBS Radio. I mean, everybody we talk to, it's kind of funny. At 710 KNUS and other radio stations we've worked, come up at events and places and say to us, how do you guys do podcasts? We want to do a podcast because <laughs> there's no one working in radio anymore, right? We, we want to do a podcast. And there there are uh, the citizen journalists anymore, too. And the, the mainstream media people like to say that, like citizen journalists. But you look at who the citizen journalists are anymore. The citizen journalists are people like Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, like Alan, Alex Berenson, like Sarah Carter, right? Like all of these people. These are John, you know, the guy who um, founded um, The Hill, who now has just the news, John Solomon. John Solomon. All of these people, they're not citizen journalists. They just don't work for massive corporations. Right, right make them lie to you right um and i think people see how much they've been lied to people look at boats of illegal immigrants landing in front of their house and running into their yard and they're like what's up with that honey uh, you know could one of you guys trim the hedges here uh, where we're... <laughs> that's right charlene is like chuck and julia ahead of their time with podcasts um well from jacob bud light is trying to make a, a comeback on the super bowl don't let them. I like Peyton Manning. Force them to bribe us. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> you know, that is true. We could know. Um, but have you seen the Peyton Manning ads with that, where Peyton Manning goes in and he throws a Bud Light? It's not going to work. Not going to work. I'm not buying Bud Light. Because Peyton Manning, I mean, because Peyton Manning says, hey, it's okay to Bud. I mean, when I like Peyton Manning and I love what yeah. he and Eli do on their ESPN show, but I don't actually take my consumer purchasing advice from, from him or from, Travis Kelsey or even Taylor Swift. I mean, well, Taylor, Taylor Swift, the whole different thing. <laughs> if she would go Bud Light, I'd, I'd buy it. <laughs> well, and here's another thing too. This is gossipy, but it's party Friday. This makes me love Travis Kelsey and his brother. So I don't know if you guys saw. Um, so Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason, who is in the Philadelphia Eagles and he's a Def- no, he's off. Is he a center? center? Okay, yeah. he, but he's a lineman, right? Not a receiver like Travis. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a different mindset there. So he's in the cool VIP box with Taylor Swift and his wife and his mom and dad. But it's very cold there because they're in Buffalo. They're in Buffalo, but he's tough. So he takes his shirt off. He said he had about forty million. Likes. beers no beers <laughs> oh okay. beers he was like he, he admitted he had been drinking and there was a little girl sitting in front of him with a sign saying i love you taylor swift or something like that so <laughs> what he does is shirtless he jumps over the thing right between the vip into the stands picks a little girl up and holds her over there and says we're going to do this real quick you can hear the audio it's adorable and says um 
Um, and says, say hi to Taylor. And Taylor says, hi, hi. And everybody says, hi. And he puts her back. And in the meantime, so it's like the New York Post did this big reveal, like they found out the secret. And they said that apparently his wife said, get your ass back in here. His <laughs> wife was not pleased. But like something But it's, gonna- I mean, you know, he, he looked like a lineman, just big and and so much fat, you know. Again, the media trying to play like this is terrible. Travis Kel- Tra- or Jason <laughs> Kelsey drunk. I Abuses. <laughs> Joe Biden wannabe girl. <laughs> and his wife is saying, get your ass back in here. Which, of course, you would say if you were his wife, right? You well, might. Maybe be. <laughs> she did not let him take the shirt off. Well, but at any rate, it was that kind of thing. And so I might take a consumer advice from him. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, but but I, but no, anyway, no. I think, Jacob, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think they're going to be able to resuscitate Bud White. Um, let's see from Charlene, AI taking the place of journalists would have to pay me a lot to watch any globalist TV. Mm-hmm. Then Leo, I saw someone buying a case of Bud Light the other day was torn between asking him if he tucked his penis or was just kid rocking his case of beer. Leo, as Sandra <laughs> says, <laughs> Jacob says he must be related to Biden. And then Charlene Taylor is going to get her music rights back from Soros if she registers <laughs> lots of Democrat voters. And then Jim says Canadian bacon. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. One of the things, too, this is just kind of rambling here. And aside, this is my speculation. The NFL, Taylor Swift really did have, bizarrely, an impact on NFL Football viewership. I know a lot of people in the um, freelance video world and some of the video, the shows that they would play, and we're talking about like cable kind of shows, right? Um, They rearranged the scheduling of some of them from Sunday nights Mm -hmm. because Sunday nights, people who normally did not watch, you know, NFL football, were tuning it in. Um, Now, a lot of that has gone away, but knowing how the industry works, I'm going to speculate this. The NFL is trying to pretend like it's being responsive to to voters, to fans, right? It's not. It's going to play the Black National Anthem this time before the game. Good point. I imagine that Taylor Swift, who gets paid for appearances, right? I am, particularly when it's clearly having a boost, I imagine that Taylor Swift had an agent somewhere that said, "Um, if you're going to keep showing Taylor Swift, Swift, we need yeah, a cut. We, yeah, we need some kind of appearance fee or something like that. That's just how that works. But at any rate, um, back to the media. I think that the the business model is failing. Um, you know, again, at radio stations, everybody's saying, "Can we do podcasts?" Um, I'm trying to explain to people. I was at a thing at the old TV station, and people are like, "So when you do video, can you do video on your podcast too?" Right? I mean, it was just you can take calls. You exactly. You can take and, and you can get texts. And yeah. you get texts, and and, 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 and you're the like, calls they want to can appear on the screen. Yes, it's a brave new world out there. Yeah, I mean, people, and, and you're like, why you don't need all this massive infrastructure stuff to get the message across. And it's particularly unnecessary when your message is so skewed, right? And your message is so, you know, um, biased and not even just biased, but just flat out lies. Again, the Washington Examiner should be respected, right? Um, Colorado voters tell Supreme Court to keep Trump off the ballot. Not even, well, six. You wouldn't know that Phil Angie's Hates Trump, would you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, again, we talked about this. Look at all the the media that's out there in Denver, right? Um, or in Colorado, a lot of the Colorado control. Politics, like, Denver yeah. Gazette, Colorado Springs Gazette, uh, Advance Colorado, all 
complete Colorado yeah. Independence Institute, all owned and operated. That's right. Directly or indirectly by Phil. By, by Phil Anschutz, right? And, you know, Phil Anschutz doesn't like Donald Trump. So if you look around and Phil Anschutz, by the way, a long time ago, made the decision that he could live with Jared Polis. Yeah. Right. He'd rather. Because Colorado Peak Politics is another one of his sponsored ones, either directly or indirectly, mm-hmm. um, said had a whole story. We can work with Jared Polis. Who's we? Yes. Who is us? We working with Jared Polis. Um, Charlene did not know Phil Anschutz owns the Washington Examiner. Great Cherry Creek editorial piece. Charlene. Yeah. You are. You read Chuck's mind. If you were to go to GlendaleCherryCreek.com, you will see the Phil Anschutz editorial up on the website and in the newspaper. So there you go. <laughs> And then, Leo, Charlene, I want a cutout of Taylor and Kaepernick um, in the booth, like, oh, a cutout of Taylor and Kaepernick in the booth, like Boebert. Oh, a final point before, before, before this is kind of funny. I saw this. So last night they had um, in CD4, I think in CD8 too, but CD4, there's roughly 12 people. That's the one that Ken Buck has decided he's not going to seek reelection for. 12 people so far are running. Lauren Boebert. Um, one of them. Mike Lynch, who just Mike Lynch, had resigned as minority leader. Right. Richard Holtorf, who Buck had, Reed. yeah, who did edit, you know, comments from the House floor talking about how great abortion was. And he even funded one. I, that, that's bizarre to me. So he had one girlfriend who got pregnant. So he paid for her abortion. And then he, now had, he says, I think he paid for something else. Right. And then he had another one that he got pregnant, but she put the child up for adoption. But those are. Thank God. There was a point where somebody in the audience, and I don't know if they had a sense of humor or not, asked all of the people who were there to raise their hand if they'd been arrested. <laughs> and like everybody but Deborah Flora raised their hand. <laughs> I'm not sure Deborah Flora makes it in today's <laughs> today's day. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there were other people too. Yeah, and then Charlene, did you, or from Leo, did you see the clip about asking Bobert about carpet bagging? Yes. Um, but but it was just kind of funny, like everybody raised their hand. <laughs> and except for Deborah Flora, I'd be like, I don't know. That's, I don't know what that says, but I'm sure it says something. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for us on Party Friday. It is that's time for right. us to go enjoy Party Friday. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great weekend. And we'll see you Monday. And you get to watch a Virgin Atlantic ad. And Sean, the, the Julie Band this will video. be you don't want to miss <laughs> All things of- that Julie Ban, <laughs> the censor here, wouldn't put on. You heard her pledge. It's have, it's in front of you. So be here or be square for Monday. All right. See, everybody have a great weekend. And thank Bye-bye. you. Yes.